Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Welcome to Jobber Talk, my name is Martin, and today we got a special episode featuring Philippine Wrestling Revolution's own Mr. Philippine Wrestling, the Senorito himself, Jake DeLeon. So you gotta tune in today for this very brief yet special episode of Jobber Talk. And before we go to this interview, I'd like to thank our friend Jag for hosting this interview at V-Spot at Katipunan Avenue. It's, it's right across Ateneo de Manila University. You can't miss it. It's right there at some weird alley at the same building where there's an Army-Navy burger place. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, anyway, here is the interview right now. And yeah, we are here live at the V-Spot Resto somewhere in Katipunan. So thank you, Jag, of, of V-Spot Resto in Katipunan. Mm-hmm. And right now we have a special guest. He is the Senorito Jake Dalion, a.k.a. Mr. Philippine Wrestling. How are you doing, Jake? I'm doing good. I'm really doing good. Uh, Martin, Martin. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on your show again. Oh, thank you for accepting this interview invite. And... You know, we talked about something a few minutes ago. It's a special episode dropping next month. But right now, I want to talk to you and catch up. Like, we have seen you as part of the Philippine wrestling scene since the first year, like 2014, PWR. Like, from there, you went on Wrestle Abroad, got some titles, even, like, invade fellow wrestling companies here in the Philippines, then Wrestle Again Abroad, and try to get some titles. (laughs) No? And, and right now, uh, recently, uh, you went to China for the WWE tryouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you mind if we start here and tell me how did you get invited? How was the process? And overall, how do you feel like the training or the drills you got mm-hmm. can be incorporated? Because we, we saw it in the Kali Nueva blog. That you guys did the drills like moments before mm-hmm. Championship Spirit. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was part of the WWE tryout China in 2019. I'm very honored to be a part of it. It was actually a very, um, it was 40, 40 athletes, 40 athletes that were chosen, all different backgrounds. Some of them have professional wrestling backgrounds. Uh, some of them were more like crossfitters or like, uh, weightlifters, stuff like that. So it's different backgrounds. Actually, the, the joke was, um, when, when I talked to Emi Sakura recently, she felt like it was an all-star cast of like Southeast Asian wrestlers. Cause like you had me, Crystal Ken Warren from PWR. You had Trexus, Andrew Tang, Alexis Lee from SPW. Um, you had a lot of Hong Kong wrestlers also. You had, uh, Daiten Z. Uh, you had Gao Yuan of China. It was a lot. It was a, just a lot of people. Uh, of course, you have uh, Gato Moves Thailand's. Uh, we had Bad Company. You had Gypsy. Yeah, it was a, it was a great, it was a great honor to be there. Um, so for the, for when, how they contacted us, it was just really out of the blue. Cause like, remember they were here back in 2017, uh, checking out a show, Chris Marsh, Canyon Seaman, uh, Ryan Katz, who was doing the videos back then. Um, it was just really out of the blue. And, uh, I, I woke up, actually it was at night. Uh, I saw an email at night. Uh, it was around, if I'm not mistaken, it was around, uh, May or June or no, I, f- I forgot what. No, no, it was no. I got well. Okay, going back in 
I think when we, yeah, we were in SPW on May, and that's when we met, um, we, we met Chris Marsh, Matt Bloom again, and Matt Bloom is a huge dude. I'm like, I'm just saying, he was a huge dude. But yeah, um, he was talking, he was telling us about, he was saying that there was gonna be something that was gonna happen, a possible tryout, so like, uh, he just said that keep your lines open, we'll get in touch. And then lo and behold, like a few, maybe a few weeks later, I got an email and then it was Chris Marsh. He was telling us that, oh yeah, we, uh, this, this tryout is happening and these are the people that we want to get. So I was going through the list. I was going through the list. So I saw Crystal's name and I saw my name and then I saw Ken Warren's name. And it was like, what is happening? What, what is happening right now? And that was like, I was at home. I was just at home with my girlfriend. We were just chilling out. And then, oh my God, this happened. I was like, I was jumping for joy. She was, she was so happy for me. Um, yeah, the first thing I did, like, I messaged Ken, I messaged Crystal, making sure that, guys, this is happening. This is, this is happening. We got to get our papers right. We got to get everything right. Cause, you know, we had to go to China. We had to get the visa processed and stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, the lead up to it, it was very nerve wracking. Actually, the lead up to it was more nerve wracking because, like, I had to make sure Ken and because I was the I was the contact person, I was their point person for the Philippines. So I had to make sure that Ken Warren and Crystal had their papers right. We all had our visas. We all had the tickets right. So while I was like, for example, if I was at my doing my day job, like W people would randomly email me, and I'm like, okay. I don't know what I should do first. Is like WWE one or the or my job? Like, yeah. But so that, actually, the funniest story was I I had to tell my boss that I was gonna be gone for an entire week because I had to go to WWE, and yeah, he, he couldn't do anything about it. It was like he knows uh, when I had my first interview with that current with my current employment, they know that I was a wrestler. I always tell I always tell my new em- employments is that I'm a wrestler. I might they, I might have weekends or like days in the week that I fly out to wrestle and stuff. So yeah, so that was for the process. The next question was how were the drills, right? So with the drills, um, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, uh, <laughs> bar none. Um, I have been in many sports in my youth. I've been in basketball, in badminton, all which have made me puke. But I am proud to say that WWE tryout did not make me puke. So I was able, cause like leading up to it, I would be doing a lot of, I tried to do a lot of cardio. I tried to do a lot of like CrossFit stuff, calisthenics and stuff. I did yoga. Uh, thankfully to my girlfriend, Jula, she taught me how to do a bit of yoga. And then, yeah, it was really hard. It really tested your, they wanted to break you basically. They wanted to break you down, make sure that they wanted to know that you wanted this. So they would, Really try to push you past your limits. And I can definitely say all 40 of us were pushed past our limits. Uh, some shined more when it comes to the wrestling stuff. Some shined more when it comes to the fitness stuff. But in the end, I would like to say that all 40 of us were able to show our stuff equally and equally impressed. Cause like, it was three years since the last time they went to China. I think they mentioned that they had around 20 something people that went to the tryout. And from that, they got Zia Lee, um, they got Rocky, they got Bin Wang, uh, uh, yeah, I think, uh, no, they got Boa. And they had like around eight more people. And right now, they got a bigger, they got a bigger pool. They scoured Southeast Asia more. So yeah, it was a, it was a huge honor to represent the Philippines alongside Crystal and Ken Warren, basically. With that note, 
congratulations to all three of you guys for making it to that like China tryouts. And we wish you guys luck in making the selection pool because it's going to be a tough pool for WWE to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it's Southeast Asia's best, and like that's 44 of them. Yeah. And uh, another recent happening, uh, not just to you, but to PWR, is like the change of the leadership. Like since 2016, it was you as PWR president, but now you had to shift. Responsibilities, and we now have a new president, which is Mr. Red. Yep. Uh, Can you share your uh, story as to the change in the hierarchy in the company? Um, so basically, it's not really a change in hierarchy; it's just like a change of uh, roles, basically. Um, so for the past few years, I've been really feeling the weight of like being president um, to a point that it hasn't been very. It hasn't been very good for myself nor for PWR because at the same like I, I I was doing president I was doing I was looking over everything I was looking over logistics I was looking over marketing I was basically looking over everything and at the same time I was also a I was also a trainer and then I was also a performer so I've been mulling it over for like I don't know the past two years uh, no not the past two years just the past year. Because, like, I just really wanted to focus on wrestling. Uh, it's always been my goal to just be a wrestler. And, yeah, um, I've been... It's not like I was trying to find an out. I was trying to find a good person that could take over. And um, it was recently that, you know, with uh, with Red's help and, of course, with Mo's group uh, helping out also, that was then I, I saw that Red Oliero was the most viable option to be president while I take a step back and then focus more on talent development. And cause that's my, that, that's like uh, in my five years wrestling, that's what I felt I loved the most about wrestling was the wrestling itself and also helping the younger guys, like the newer guys come up and develop their character, develop their skill sets and become wrestlers on their own right. So yeah, you actually, you mentioned this like a minute, like a few minutes ago, how I would keep posting about the lyrics of uh, Hamilton's uh, Teach Them How to Say Goodbye, uh, sung by Christopher Jackson, who played George Washington. It's been playing in my mind for the past year that I, like, when I heard the song for the first time, it was amazing. It blew my mind away that George Washington, tall dude, strong MFR, leader of a country, a young nation, basically led everyone to fight the British back, get them out of America, because basically they were just a small island conquering like 50 states. So, and for that man to have that power, to have like gone through all that BS to get to that power and then say, no, this is not what's meant to happen. I need to step down so that they know that there will be someone else. They can't rely on me forever. I think he knows that he was going to die sooner or later. Um, so, he decided to step down so that other people will step up. And now I'm not comparing myself to George Washington or anything, but like that was pretty much the same things I was feeling in Peterborough for a while that I wasn't performing my best when it comes to both uh, wrestling and um, with the presidential duties. Um, it was really waiting on me. Uh, I've had, I kind of had bouts with um, balancing my emotions, balancing my mental health also with it. So I decided, okay, this isn't the right path for me. And then I see that Red is doing a lot of good work. So it was after, 
It was after Peter Live uh Pakanern where we talked to him and asked him, Will you be up for being the president? And then he said, Yes. And we announced it to everyone. It was all a good transition. So yeah, um, the things that you're seeing in PBR right now from Championship Spirit moving forward, that will be read as president. It will have all of his fingerprints on it. And yeah, I will relegate back to being a performer and then being their head trainer. Uh, it's fun. It's actually really fun. It's been, it's been great for me because like my mental health has been more stable. I've been, I've had a lot more time for myself. Red knows how to find the people that he needs to put around him to make sure that the, that everything in the company is moving smooth. So yeah, I, I, I have a very light heart. Is it a light heart or like a clear heart knowing that everything will move in the right place? And speaking of moving, uh, moving forward, you have a lot of things on your plate, like as a performer, like maybe next week it's going to be you against the YOLO twins with a mystery tag team partner. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Kenwaran. <laughs> Though it seems like he's not responding yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ken Warren right now is still pretty much busy trying to get Dolph Ziggler to WWE Manila and do a show with Comedy Manila. But yeah, um, next week, it's going to be... I think it's the second time I'm facing off against the Yolo Twins. The first time was actually with Billy Swade. Ooh, Billy Swade. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still looking for a partner if people can like point me in the right direction. But yes, I'm more than excited to take on the YOLO twins again. Uh, two of the, well, two of the best in PW right now, if not the best tag team in the Philippines right now. Uh, I'm very excited to put on a good show with them and yeah, just, uh, enjoying, um, uh, just really waiting for August 25 to come because like PW Renaissance will have a lot, uh, will have a lot in store for everyone. Uh, we have the foundation from Australia coming in. Um, Andrew the Shark Carter, who's been around like for a while in the Australian scene, taking on the likes of Rob Van Dam. Also, his friend like Chris Target, Akila, uh, and then of course Julio Garcia and Marco Garcia. It's gonna be an exciting show, and I can't wait for everyone to see it because like the Renaissance is coming. And sorry, Cali Nueva, but you're not on the poster. And uh, insert the how dare you part here. And the JDL tour is not done because on October we got a uh, Balik Bayan coming here and he wants to face you. Yes. It's JDL versus TJP October 12th mm-hmm. at the ABS-CBN tent Verdes in Verdes Tent. Oh, Verdes Tent. Yes. All right. So from now till that month, how are you preparing yourself for maybe the biggest challenge you have so far in your career? Um, from now until then, I'm preparing my ass off. <laughs> uh, so I just came from a gym that I want to sign up for because what I've been doing basically with my body in the recent months, it's more body weight stuff. So like I just do it at home, squats, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, just eating healthier, eating right. And I still try to continue to do that. Although Martin bought a big bucket of popcorn right now <laughs> and we're trying to finish it, uh, to some effect. But yeah, I've just been eating a lot more in a salad because like uh, a lot of my diet is grilled, grilled food. Uh, I actually, my diet actually, I stay away from pork. I stay away from beef. Uh, yeah, I stay away from anything fried. So it's pretty sad, but. As you can see in the results of like how my body has been changing over the past few months, that's basically what's been happening. Um, so for TJP, I will definitely 
hit the weights more, do more yoga because I know he likes the submissions. So I need to be able to take that pain, be more flexible. Um, I'm thankful that he's going to be part of the Super J Cup in New Japan. So that I'm going to have a lot of, I'm going to have a lot of material if he keeps moving up that tournament. I'm going to have a lot of material to watch. And sadly, he doesn't have a lot of material on me. So he won't be able to watch my stuff a lot. I have a few matches up on YouTube. Let's hope he doesn't listen to this and so he doesn't watch my matches. But yeah, I'm going to be ready for him. I'm going to be ready with my new tights and stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a great honor again for TJP to challenge me. It's uh, Mr. Philippine Wrestling versus the Phil M. Flash. It's the man with three letters against the man with three letters also. he's basically It's basically a Kuya versus a little brother thing. Because like, He's been trying to get back to the into the Philippine wrestling scene for the past 20 years. And he's going to be facing one of the men who was responsible for the revival of it. So, yeah, October 12th, ABS-CBN, Vertis 10, PDWare Specials Homecoming. It's going to be a really, really big show. There's a lot more surprises that you guys don't know yet. And hopefully you'll find out about it soon. All right. We are so hyped for that. But in between that and after your tag team match, mm-hmm. since you're developing the talent... We might have a new crop of PWR superstars in the making because September, I heard boot camps open. And I heard that the notifications, the signups have shot up to like 60 on the first day, according to OL. Um, so yeah, uh, PWR boot camp is happening. We're still accepting applicants. Um, so on the first day, yes, he is right that we, we basically broke last boot camps record on day one. And it's, it's pretty crazy. We're not sure how we're gonna accommodate, but we will accommodate it. So, yeah, just send a message to the PDWare page, the Facebook page, and we'll just give you instructions. If you really wanna do this, if you really wanna be a wrestling, uh, you, if you wanna be a wrestler, you gotta start off with somewhere. And back when I was looking for wrestling, when I was in college, there was nothing here except amateur wrestling. There was no professional wrestling at all. I was lucky that PDWare was starting up and Bombay had the, the tryouts and right now what we're doing is we're providing an avenue for people who want to chase their dreams and become a wrestler this is where you start and we'll help you as hard as you can but you have to do the work put in the work yourself also amen thank you so much jdl and before we go where can we find you online so to find me online you can find me on facebook facebook.com slash senorito jdl you can also find me on twitter and instagram at Senorito JDL. And yes, I also have a YouTube, uh, medyo made up yung link. I don't have enough subscribers yet. It's not a vlog. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a vlog. There's, there's so many vlogs right now. I'm trying to not vlog. It's, I'm actively trying not to put out a vlog. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's alright. It's alright. They can move around. They're doing, just doing the job. But yeah, so my YouTube channel, it's mostly like clips of my wrestling, um, just funny tidbits. I'm not gonna make like a, I'm trying not to do a day in the life. <laughs> so basically, I'm trying not to do a day in the life vlog. But yeah, just watch out for like highlights of my matches and funny clips that I get myself into. And hopefully, if JT's Manukan replies to me, we can do a, we can do that interview thing. We can do a hot ones thing where it's all in a sal. Hopefully my first guest will be Joel Torre. Why not? Come on, Joel Torre. Like, if you're listening to this, by any chance, if you're listening to this, please get me for JT's Manukan. I have made maybe tens to twenties of people already go to JT's just cause I was posting about it. You gotta, you gotta be, get, let me in, man. Let me in. Let him in, Mr. Torre. All right, thank you so much, Jake DeLeon, and we'll see you next week for Renaissance. And that's about it. Thank you for listening to our special episode of Jobber Talk. 
Check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash jobbertalk. Follow us on Twitter at CH14, all letters, no numbers. Please check out our other podcasts like Third World Linux, Third World Gaming, Radio Norm, and Bodega Nights. And that's it. We'll see ya. Bye-bye.